0: You're listening to A Poor Girl's Guide to a Rich Life, a podcast that inspires individuals to step outside their comfort zone and into their true passion. I'm Alicia Ward, an average girl with a less than average background who has created a successful multiple six figure business with no more than a high school education. I am ready to share my journey and knowledge with as many others as I can with the intention to impact and give confidence to anyone with the desire to follow their calling, but are being held back by their limiting beliefs. If you're looking to improve your life, business, and relationships, this is the podcast for you. Each week, I'll be bringing you a guest or a thought to help you get the inspiration and actionable tips you need to make it happen. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of A Poor Girl's Guide to a Rich Life, and today's juicy topic is people-pleasing. We're going to be talking about people-pleasing. Are you a people-pleaser? Do you think? Are you not sure? Well, if you're not sure, today we're going to be going over 10 signs that might help you figure out if you are or not. Now, I personally find that people-pleasing will throw me right out of alignment. And this has happened to me many times, but it's only been recently that I've connected the dots and been like, okay, what is going on? Because I can be in so in alignment one day, so in alignment, riding the vibrations, amped up on life, you know, just so creative, right in alignment. And then the next can be just completely the opposite. I can be overreacting, making problems out of nothing, and I can be like, what is going on? I was so fine yesterday, you know? And so after some self-awareness and and kind of paying attention and trying to find the patterns, when this type of stuff happens, one common denominator that I have found is that I people-please sometimes. I make decisions because I feel pressure because I feel like I need to because I feel people will be disappointed if I if I don't do one thing or another so making those types of decisions can really throw me off and and end up leaving me feeling you know more negative and, and out of alignment and and I don't like that so but that being said I'm really happy that I'm starting to become aware of this because it just will help me on my process and my journey to stop people pleasing because that's a really big goal of mine. And I've been working really hard at it. I was definitely a much bigger people pleaser back in the day. Well, not even back in the day. Like, I don't know. I could, well, I mean, every month I'm better. Every day I'm better. Okay. But I remember even when I was younger and like working corporate, how much of a people pleaser I'd be and how influenced I would be to like go out and have drinks and and chicken wings with everyone. I don't eat chicken anymore, guys, but I used to. Um, with everyone that I worked with instead of going to the gym and making a healthy dinner and not being hungover at work the next day I'd be so influenced people pleasing right because I wouldn't feel in alignment with it but I would do it anyways because I didn't want people to be disappointed or or I didn't want to lose friends or whatever so we're going to dive in to the 10 signs that you might be trying to please other people people pleaser and you guys can give me feedback if you want if if you are or, or times that you can pick it out or, or how, and you can just start to change this. Because if you want to live in alignment, then this is one thing that's got to change. You can't be people pleasing. If you want to be fully in alignment, take it from me. I get thrown horribly out of alignment as soon as i start people pleasing and almost for me it kind of comes in batches like i'll make one decision to please others and i'm like oh yeah that doesn't feel that wasn't that was the wrong choice i shouldn't have made that i wish i just like you know did this instead but then i'll go make another and then another until i'm just like thrown so far out of alignment that i have to take a deep breath and get back there so uh, let's dive in guys number 1 is that you pretend to agree with everybody you listen politely to other people's opinions, even when you disagree. It's a good social skill for sure, like you're engaging, you're nodding your head, blah, blah blah. But pretending to agree just because you want to be liked can get can cause you to engage in behavior that goes against all of your values. That's not showing up as your authentic self. That's literally people pleasing. That's like making decisions and changing like your you're just not showing up as your authentic self. I guess there's not much else I need to say about it because that's what that is. You're like, yeah, this person's saying this and I strongly disagree, but yet I'm going to pretend that I agree. So I don't have to voice my opinion. Now you don't always have to voice your opinion, but you don't have to always agree, right? You can say nothing and just be silent. Number two, you feel responsible for how other people feel. It's healthy to recognize how your behavior influences others, but thinking that you have the power to make someone else happy, that's a problem. It's up to each individual to be in charge of their own emotions. And I can imagine that this is hard with kids, and they're sad and you feel sad for them, or, or loved ones, spouses, your parents, whatever, I get it. But you have to learn to detach yourself from other people's emotions and not carry that because in order for you to show up as your best self and be able to support them and and help them through whatever they're going through, then you're going to have to be able to stay detached from their feelings so you can do just that. You don't want to start feeling sad when when the people closest to you are feeling sad too because then you're just going to have a big, big sad puddle, you know? Number three, you apologize often. Now, I'm Canadian, so this is a thing. We apologize a lot, and it's something that I've tried to be more aware of, and when people apologize to me too much, I say, like, you know, you don't have to say sorry. No, don't say sorry. It's fine. But whether you excessively blame yourself or you fear other people are always blaming you, frequent apologies can be a sign of a bigger problem. You don't ever have to say sorry or be sorry for being yourself ever. Never feel sorry for voicing your opinion. Never feel sorry for showing up as your authentic self. Never feel sorry for having your own beliefs and values. Never feel sorry that someone's not in alignment with you or not on the same frequency of you and they're just not understanding where you're at. I've been there a lot. I've been there a lot in this personal development journey of mine where You know, I, I am the way that I am now and I, and I'm very true to it. And I show up as my authentic self, no matter what, even if people take offense to it. And a lot of times I want to apologize for it, but then I remember that I don't have to, that they need to accept me for who I am and respect that. Like I'm, I'm different now. I'm different than I used to be. And I'm going to continue to grow. And I don't hide that from anyone. I'm not trying to be somebody I'm not. I'm just showing up as me. And people can either take it or leave it. Right? So don't apologize for being you ever. You're you. You're going through your shit. You're going to have ups and downs. You're going to have moments of fault and, and sadness and anxiety, sometimes for whatever reasons. And let it in. And then let it pass. And then keep being yourself. Number four, you feel burdened by the things that you have to do. Uh this is such a big one for me. Oh my god. I always feel burdened by the things that I have to do. Even though I don't have to do them, I I make my own to-do list. I decide what I what I want to do, what I want to get done in a day, but then I feel burdened by it. How fucked up is that? You're in charge of how you spend your time, but you are a people pleaser. There's a good chance your schedule is filled with activities that you think other people want you to do. Now, I used to be like this way more I used to just like put way too much on my plate when it came to yeah like doing what I thought other people wanted me to do but honestly since probably since November I haven't been like this near as much. I say no way more. Um, I don't go to every social thing just because I think people want to see me or people invite me. And I'm just like, no, I can't do it. I have other priorities and I just really listen to my body now, not always. And to be honest with you, the reason that this podcast is is coming out right now is because I didn't listen to that. I was honestly kind of recently having a day so in alignment, so in alignment. And then I went to this social thing because I thought I was, I thought that that's what I should do because it did, it did feel right. I did feel. So then I went and I realized like, I'm not needed here. I was like, wow, that was kind of a waste of my time. And I felt like I didn't have a lot of time and I was super focused kind of on my to-do list at that point point. And then I followed that up by going out to another social thing after, and I was exhausted. I was exhausted. I just like I was like sitting there like, why did I even come? By the time I got home, I was like almost angry because I was like, what? The f- what was I thinking? Like I didn't need to do that. But sometimes it's just hard to gauge, right? And I don't want to hermit myself all the time, so I do put pressure on myself to be a little more social. But part of me knew that I didn't really need to do that, you know. And then the next day when I woke up, I was like so far out of alignment, I could not figure myself out. One moment I was angry, the next I was sad and crying, you know, the next I was like, I was normal, I was neutral. And then it was repeating and I literally was like, what the fuck is going on with me? How did I go from so in alignment yesterday to literally feeling in this like weird state that I didn't want to do anything that was on my to-do list? So that was the, the moment that I knew that when I am a people pleaser, it throws me out of fucking alignment. So, I mean, it happened for a reason. Now I know that I definitely won't be doing the things that don't feel in alignment for me and, I, and I'm going to s- stand even stronger to, to, to not being a people pleaser. So, but since November, I've been better with not filling my schedule with activities that I think other people want me to do. And I focus on the things that I know I need to get done, even if it means I am a fucking hermit and I don't get out of the house much, but that's okay because I know what I need to do to get to where I want to get to. And when I do do the things that I truly feel in alignment with doing, I feel my happiest and I am my best self. So it only makes sense that I would continue to do those things, right? Number five, which leads in number four, led right into this very well. You can't say no. The big scary N-O. Why do so many people have issues saying no? And again, used to be me. Still me sometimes. But I'm getting way better at it. And after you're listening to this podcast, I guarantee you, because I'm recording this podcast on a different day than you're actually listening to it. But I know that I will start to say no without guilt Without anxiety, without worrying about what other people say, but that is my biggest problem. Is, and I'm sure Garrett can attest to this. When I say no to something, and I decide I don't want to do something. Oh man, I'll spend so much energy after being like, "Oh, maybe I should have went, or I should have done this." And you know, granted, there's been things I've said no to that I've had complete FOMO around and been like, "I wish I went. Why didn't I go?" And it's sometimes hard to connect with like, oh, Alicia, you said no because it wasn't in alignment for you. So practice what you fucking preach. And it's not always easy, guys. This is a a learning curve. Again, learning. FOMO, by the way, means fear of missing out. F-O-M-O, fear of missing out. So you can't say no. Whether you say yes and then actually follow through or you later fake an illness to get out of your commitments, you'll never reach your goals if you can't speak up for yourself. Have any of you done that? Have you said yes to something and then made up an excuse or a doctor's appointment or something because you couldn't actually go or you wanted them to think you can go? Yeah, I've been there too. Number six, you feel uncomfortable if someone is angry at you. Just because someone is mad doesn't necessarily mean that you did anything wrong. But if you can't stand the thought of someone being displeased with you, you'll likely be, or you'll be more likely to compromise your values. People pleasing. Guys, I can relate to this so much. (sighs) Especially in my line of like coaching and and work, I guess, if you want to call it work. I say work with the quotations. I am a very blunt person. Honest. When it comes to coaching my team and someone asks me for something, I typically don't give the answer. I point them in the direction of the resource. I'm not a resource. I'll point you in the direction of the resources that will help you, but I am not the resource. And that's how I coach. And that's how I need to lead because you need to lead by example. If I made time for everybody who asked me to tell them the answers to all the little things that they could even find the answers to if they just Googled it, well, then I wouldn't have no fucking time in my day for anything that I had to get done for my own business. Right? So when people get a little miffed or they think I'm a bitch or, you know, whatever, thankfully I've learned and gotten to the point that I just detach myself from it. I'm okay with it. They'll get over it. They'll see that I'm, it's not, they need. one of the first rules of business is not taking anything personally. So when I speak my truth and I say what I feel in alignment with saying and I point people in the direction of a resource or I tell them to Google it rather than just giving them the answer and they get a little miffed at me, well, eventually when people are doing the same to them, they'll see, they'll see why I did it and they'll thank me. I mean, they won't thank me, but you know what I mean. They'll like, they'll see. I'll be like, oh, okay, I get it now. So I can say with number six that I'm pretty good at being comfortable if someone's angry at me. Obviously, unless I've done something to deserve it, then I always make sure to apologize, like Garrett. Love you, bae. Uh, Number seven, you act like the people that are around you. Ooh, conformity. It's normal for other people to bring out different sides of your personality, but people pleasers often sabotage their goals. Studies show that people pleasers engage in self-destructive behavior if they think it will help others feel more comfortable in social situations. For example, people pleasers eat more when they think it will make other people happy. Maybe it's smoking cigarettes or weed or I don't know, drinking when you don't want to drink. Lots of things. You act like the people around you. If you know that you're going out to a social setting where you do this, I suggest that you just don't go. Because the pressure, like pressure's legit and it's everywhere. So if you've had a certain group of friends that you found that you go out with and every time you say you're not going to have more than two drinks, but every fucking time you wake up the next day with the worst hangover and you stayed out till 4 a.m. and did a lot of other bad shit, just don't go in the first place. Then you don't have to make excuses or lies or defend yourself. Just don't go. Say no. Back to number, I think no was number five. Just say no. It's okay. Watch a movie with your dog. Number eight, you need praise to feel good. Well, praise and kind words, while praise and kind words, sorry, reading my notes here, can make anyone feel good. People pleasers depend on the validation. If your self-worth rests entirely on what others think about you, you will only feel good when others shower you with compliments. Give yourself validation. Love yourself. Don't require validation from others. And I I guarantee you that if you just work on showing up as your true authentic self on a day-to-day basis and you stay consistent with that and you share that through all these amazing platforms that we have to do that, you will get the validation. Maybe it won't be from the people that you want it from or you thought you wanted it from, but I'll tell you what. When it's coming from complete strangers, it feels way better, way better. When I have strangers or not even strangers, but just people reach out to me in DMs and stuff on Instagram, or, or I see my reviews on this podcast, it, it validates me and it feels fucking good, but I don't expect any of it. And I don't need that validation because I'm doing this all for myself. I don't show up as my authentic self and do the video content and do this podcast for money or validation. I do it because it helps me grow helps me become a better person. And in doing so, it helps others do the same. And then the validation comes. It's full circle. Number nine, you go great lengths to avoid conflict. This is a good one. It's one thing not to want to start a conflict, but avoiding conflict at all costs means that you'll struggle to stand up for the things and the people that you really believe in. I don't really avoid conflict. Like I avoid causing conflict, but if someone says something that I don't agree with, or if someone's viewing something about me that just isn't true, and I know that, then I'll just speak my truth and say, no, like, you know, you're feeling that way because of, you know, X, or like what's going on in your life that leaves you feeling that way against me? Like, I'm just over here living my life showing up as my authentic self, trying to do the best that I can as a person, as a girlfriend, as a mentor, as a businesswoman, as a boss babe. I'm just doing my thing, right? And that's it. I don't take what others say personally, and and I I don't avoid conflict. I'm always going to stand up for myself and just speak my truth. Not in a rude or aggressive way, just just an honest way, just like, hey, no, this is how I feel. So you can kind of meet me there or or not, but that's that's the way that it is. So don't try to avoid conflict at all costs. Stand up for the things. Just if you're in alignment, you'll know what what you believe in, and you'll be it'll be easy to stand up for the things that you really do believe in because it'll feel in alignment. And when if you start to think about not standing up for it, it, it'll cause those feelings that show you're not in alignment, like anxiety or stress or or sadness. You'll get into a bad mood. Maybe you'll get angry. All right. And then like these all kind of tie together because if you stand up for something that you believe in and then someone is angry with you for it, well, again, detach. That doesn't matter because all that matters is you show up as your authentic self through and through, no matter what. And don't feel bad for that. Don't say sorry for being you. See how these all tie together. If you want to be yourself fully authentic, then you have to stop people pleasing. You have to stop doing all 10 of these things. Number 10 is that you don't admit when your feelings are hurt. You can't form authentic relationships with people unless you're willing to speak up sometimes and say that your feelings are hurt. Denying that you're angry, sad, embarrassed, or disappointed, even when you're emotionally wounded, keeps a relationship really superficial. Oh, I love this, guys. I only love these because I can like pinpoint points and, and stuff in my life that just fit them and then, and then I get validation that I did the right things in certain situations or maybe I did the wrong things and then I can go correct it. So I, I encourage you to do that. But for me, you know... I can't relate to this as much as like when my feelings are hurt, I typically will tell somebody. But what I relate to this too is if other people's that I'm working with maybe or friends, when their feelings are hurt or they're feeling a certain way or they think, you know, if they're picking up on wrong signals from me or or whatever, if they're just feeling feelings, they have to share them with me. They can't just like not, not share them. But if they feel you know, a certain way with me, like, hey, Alicia, um, you know, I feel like you're you're doing this and it's making me feel this way. I would be like, oh, no, 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 no. Don't take that personally. No, that had an absolutely nothing to do with you, literally, because anything I say or I do has nothing to do with anybody else. It's all for myself. And it all typically has to relate with me, what the growth I need in my life. and And that's just the bottom line. I'm sorry if people sometimes would like me to be making things specifically about them, but I can't. My plate is too full of all of the shit Alicia's got to work through, period. So if people want to be in my space, then they just have to know that about me and like believe it to the core. But I get it. In society, sometimes it's hard to see people that way because we're so used to judgment. We're so used to... Uh, inauthent- inauthenticity. Oh my God. I just butchered that inauthenticity. If that's how you say it, you know what I mean? It's just because that's what we're used to. But as soon as you start getting around more people who are really striving to be authentic and, and unapologetic. Uh, wow. I can I, can I speak okay today and unapologetically themselves, then it becomes the norm for people to just say how they feel, speak their own opinions, not be, you know, not be offended if you feel a little angry with them. It's just like, I'm just living my life. And anyone who can get on the same frequency as me is welcome to like, hold my hand and come along with me and we'll go have some fun at the beach or snowboarding or whatever. You know what I mean? So that's that. That's 10, 10 signs That's that you're a people pleaser. Okay? Obviously, you know, use your common sense. You're not going to like go to your boss and and uh, speak your opinion aggressively or something, you know, things like that. But just use your common sense. And if it feels good within you, then it's in alignment. If it feels bad and you feel tension or anxious or or sadness or anger, then it's not in alignment for you. And you shouldn't be doing it or speaking it or, or being around those people or whatever. If you're really struggling to let go of some of these habits, then it's important to get a coach or get around people who can help you create the kind of life that you want to live. It's so important. Remember, guys, you're a product of the five people that you surround yourself with. So if you're really um, resonating with a lot of these, these things, these signs, look at your closest group of friends. And are they, are they fitting into this? Do they play into how you're people-pleasing? If they do, then I'm sorry sure to say, but you have to get around different people. You have to get a coach, maybe even like a counselor. I don't. Know, I mean, I'm big into like more spiritual type counselors personally. Um, but yeah, that's obviously another conversation. But a lot of people came confused, people pleasing with kindness. Okay, but it's really important if you want to live in alignment and live your truth that you stop people pleasing. I'm gonna run over them one more time. And then we're going to say goodbye until next episode. Number one, you pretend to agree with everyone. Number two, you feel responsible for how other people feel. Number three, you apologize often. Number four, you feel burdened by the things that you have to do. Number five, you can't say no. No means no. Number six, you feel uncomfortable if someone is angry at you. Number seven, you act like the people around you. Number eight, you need praise to feel good. Number nine, you go to great lengths to avoid conflict. And number 10, you don't admit when your feelings are hurt. If you relate to any of these guys and you're a people pleaser, all right, stop doing that. Stop being a people pleaser. Stop being a me or start being a me pleaser. Stop people pleasing. Start me pleasing. Meaning, please yourself, your soul. Speak your truth. Be authentic. Do what's in alignment for you. Let go of the other shit. Don't feel bad if you've been people-pleasing for, like, years and you're like, holy shit, I've been doing this for so long. Don't focus on the past. It's time to move forward. You want to grow? Then start today. Take a step forward in the right direction. Stop people-pleasing, okay? Step by step. Obviously, we don't change overnight, but just start being aware of those times that you do decide to, like, go out to something or something and you feel weird the next day and out of alignment or maybe anxious, and then that's a sign that you're people-pleasing and that the better decision would have been to just not go, right? Just try and pay attention. Look for the signs. I love and appreciate you all. Thanks for listening to this episode. It was something that was on my mind And I'm so happy I have all of you to share with. So love and appreciate you all. Thank you so much for listening, for the reviews, for the ratings, for the feedback. I just can't get enough of you, my tribe, my people. So have an amazing day and I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you got some value or actionable takeaways, I would love if you took a screenshot and tagged me in your Instagram story. That's where I hang out the most. And it's always so motivating to see that you're getting inspiration, motivation, or just the message that you needed from my podcast. I'm going to keep showing up and bringing my best self to these episodes because helping others is important to me. I believe that we can help ourselves by helping others. If you're enjoying this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left me a review on iTunes to help me get this out into the big, beautiful world and for other ears that might want to hear it. Thank you so much for your support and I'll see you on the next episode.